When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the No Film School podcast with this year's annual guides to networking, holiday parties, industry events. Many are coming. Networking is a thing that comes up all the time in entertainment. So we are talking about networking this week. Uh, I am Charles Hain. I am here with Gigi. Hello. Jason. My name's Jason. I'm here to network. Oh, ah. I guess we're networking every week together. Uh, well, I also feel like every week we give our names, which is like a name tag. We drop yeah. name tags every week. For sure. Yeah. So this week, networking. Do you have to do it in the industry? Yes. Is it awful? No, it doesn't have to be. And the beauty, like, I'm going to kick it off with this. When I first got in this industry, I, I kept hearing, like, it's not, it's all about who you know. And in my mind, that was like a terrible thing because I knew no one and I was from like rural <laughs> Illinois. But what that really means is not like you have to grow up friends with Spielberg. Now, that helps, right? There are certainly people who like went to school with Spielberg's kids and then met at a bar mitzvah and then ended up with careers. Like that happens. Like that. And like, I'm not judging anyone in that scenario. But all about who you know really just means like who you meet over time mm-hmm. and how you work with the people you meet in order to increase the likelihood of me working with them again. So I wanted to kick off with that. First, I mean, the other thing I would say to start with networking is never go to a power networking workshop. I worked one time with someone whose like second career was teaching power networking oh, and she God. was a straight up sociopath and one of the worst people I've ever worked with. And so be suspicious of anybody who says they can teach networking. I say, as we spend an hour teaching networking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're not charging anybody for this one. So. This is free. This is on us. The only uh, caveat is you have to pay us in job opportunities. Just kidding. Just kidding. But I do think that there's something really intimidating by the word networking. But when at the end of the day, it's just all about connecting as a human. And when going to these holiday parties, I know I've definitely like had anxiety and sort of worried that I would not know what to say or what to do with my hands. And same thing at film festivals, same thing at, you know, insert pretty much any social gathering that exists. And you probably wouldn't know that because I used to be a salesperson and I, my job used to be about making connections and I'm a pretty social gal. But I think I was particularly intimidated when I first started going to like networking events in the in Hollywood or in the film industry because I was new and I hadn't proven myself. And I think that there's like this thing that I've noticed, which is like people are particularly wary of other people who are trying to climb this ladder in Hollywood specifically. And so people were like a lot 
colder in these networking situations right right off the bat. Like going to, I remember going to the, the Ringer holiday party because my ex worked there. And and I was like, wow, like everyone, they like have a hot take, they say it, and then the conversation dies. And I'm like, what's wrong <laughs> with me? Like usually I can talk to a rock. So I started to get really in my head about it. What sort of broke me of that was finding the communities and finding like the network within LA of like scrappy sketch filmmaking. And within that, like, it was all about finding the people who I just connected with as humans and in a very like curious, like going into it from a point of curiosity, like, oh, what brought you here? What are you interested in? And I think having like a sort of, if if you are somebody who sometimes gets in their head, having that like, what are, you know, five questions that you can ask somebody to like talk about themselves. And the best outcome is you make a connection. The worst outcome is you learn some awesome, cool facts. You, it's also in, always interesting to know when somebody only asks, only receives questions and never asks questions. I always file that away in my good to know. And then I also remember that it's possible that they are also experiencing the same anxiety, but it's manifesting in a, they don't know what to ask and they don't know what to, you know, where to put their hands and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's it, like coming from a place of empathy and curiosity, whether you're walking in a room at some formalized, you know, women in film event or uh, just going to your friend's cookie swap party. Networking is such a weird thing. It's something they don't really teach you in film school, right? You're just, sort of, it's almost like you show up and you make friends and that's what networking is. And I think we forget that's what networking is when we get into like real business, right? Some of it's just like, hey, you're a cool person. I'd like to work with you. You know who you should work with? My other cool friend, Gigi, and our other friend, Charles. You know, like it is that sort of looseness, but social anxiety is definitely like a real thing. And, you know, you sort of have to mitigate that as as best as you personally can. But I do think in Hollywood, it is the big question I always think is like, well, where am I supposed to meet the person that gives me their big break? You know, I remember when I broke in, I was always like, when am I going to meet that one executive that becomes like uh, the Medici to me? And I'm, you know, Leonardo, <laughs> and you're just cutting the checks and I'm writing the weird stuff. And, you know, that hasn't happened. So, you know, but I think the lesson I learned is you have to meet 100 people, right? You have to meet a lot of people who are into one idea. And then, you know, you meet a lot of people who hopefully are into the next one or the third or fourth one and kind of motivated from there. But a lot of it's just like, it's weird to say, but just like being a normal person, like having a real conversation with people is networking. You know, it doesn't always have to be as schmoozy or like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Some of it is just, why are you out here? What did you come here to do? Why, you know, what kinds of things do you want to make? What did you love this year? Like These are like the big questions that I think everyone talks about whether you're taking a general meeting or just meeting someone at a film festival, those are good entry points. You know, like what, you know, did you always want to know you wanted to do this? Everyone you meet has a story. And I think directing the conversation back to like why they're here, what they want to do will also help inform you to, if you do get to that stage where you're pitching them something, you're not, you know, pitching something that they're not interested in. If they hate animation, you're not bringing up your idea for Toy Story 5, you know? Like it's, you know, figuring out what they're into, what you're doing, and then also like, and an ongoing conversation about like, you know, what their drive is and their passion, because you will need someone with drive and passion to get whatever you're doing. For me, there's like two big things I was trying to remember, which is one, 90% of networking in the industry happens not at like an official sanctioned networking event. Mm-hmm. But like, you're on a job, you're working, you're talking to the people on set, kvetching, you're like, at a, you go to a friend's screening, you go to the, like, if you're invited to a screening, go half an hour early, half an hour late, hang out in the lobby. Even if you're just talking to your friend, 
And then there's all the formal networking stuff. But the formal networking stuff, the trick it took me a while to figure out when I first got to LA was it's so much easier if you just go with a friend. Mm-hmm. And like if you spend half the time talking to your friend and then half the time going and talking to other people, that's all right. You don't have to like maximize like, oh, this formal networking event is two hours. If I don't spend two hours talking to a new person for five minutes, like you can sh- sit around and shoot the shit with your friend for half an hour and then run into some people. And maybe all the networking is your friend is going to say hi to the people they already know at that thing. And then you're going to meet these people that you haven't met yet because your friend knows them. Like you don't necessarily have to walk up to completely strange groups of people. And, you know, maybe you are that extrovert. Maybe you are that charming. I am not. So I go, I talk to the people I talk to. I have a nice time. It is that. The other thing to remember about networking is that you, like, I completely agree with Jason. 90% of it is like, are you sane? I remember once I talk, I spoke on a panel and the other panel person was like, my number one thing in hiring is I want to know you're not crazy. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, this guy came up to both of us and was like, I have to show you some pictures of my motorcycle. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, that guy's crazy. Like, like we're not gonna, like, it was a very cool motorcycle. He showed us both pictures of it. He'd like done some custom stuff and there was like paint and, but it was like, that's not how you start a conversation. Right, <laughs> and right. It's just a flag that you're probably not. We are looking for sane people who want to do this. And, you know, you do the things. But the thing to remember is everybody is looking for more collaborators, right? The people who are further up the chain are looking for younger people who have new script ideas, who want to work on production, who want to, like, everybody is all, like, both people, the people up the ladder and down the ladder are at the networking event for the same reason, right? Yeah. And so everybody is there to like meet some new people and maybe talk about a project and, and whatnot. And so, you know, it's, it, you're not pestering them if you're having a nice conversation with them because they are actively looking for more junior people that they might collaborate with or that might have a project that they can work on or all sorts of things. So, you know, just show up and be a pleasure to talk to and don't, be crazy and if you are crazy try and manage it try and hide it yeah <laughs> don't drink too much i mean like these are like it's weird it's like things your mom would probably tell you before you go out to a, a party but it's like you know if it's an open bar you know maybe cap yourself at three drinks or like pace yourself a little bit because everyone's I, everyone in hollywood has the experience of like that guy's hammered you know like looking <laughs> over and oh, no, don't be yeah. don't be that person i remember being an intern we were at like a, a mixer. I went to Boston University and they had like a, you know, all the kids that were interning come network with each other and blah, blah. And there was a guy there who was hammered and told like this horrifying story. And everyone just looked at that guy and I was like, oh, he won't be, he won't be working. Like, and he, you know, for some reason didn't get a job afterwards. You know, I was like, that's <laughs> the, that's what happens. You know, mitigate your alcohol. I think you're in mixed company. Like not all your jokes need to be told, you know, let other people talk. It's almost like the rules of being on a podcast, right? It's like, don't be the one who dominates the conversation. You know, ask questions, chat with other people. I've definitely been the person who drank too much at a networking event. <laughs> and I... So so if you make that mistake, you can sometimes bounce back. I think it comes... It came for me from a place of nerves, from a place of Absolutely. being young and a place of not... Of insecurity. and And I have since learned a lot about like, you know, controlling alcohol intake and blah, 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 especially at like film festivals and stuff. And, uh, and there's power in an Irish goodbye. There's power in being like, whoa, okay, I, that drink was stronger than I thought it would be. And I'm losing, I'm not in control as I want to be. And I'm going to just step out. There will be other networking opportunities. This is not the end all be all. And I used to put that pressure on myself. Like, yeah. 
across the board. I had to show up to all the things. I had to be present. I had to be like the life of the party. And and now I'm just a wise old person who likes to go home and get a decent night's sleep. Well, I mean, the thing to remember too is that like the vast majority of the industry is not going to be there at four in the morning unless they all just wraps shoot at midnight yes. and showed up at one. Like, right. But most people who are working, this is still work for them. Like after right. dinner drinks is a glass of wine. After dinner, like after work, like it's still work. And yeah. so like, yeah, the people who are there to work, you, you treat it like a work event. And that refers to attire, right? Like that refers to jokes, that refers to drinking, that refers to all of the things you are, you know, like you might have a particularly hilarious t-shirt with, you know, some curse words on it. it says I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a vintage Chappelle show shirt. Yeah. Yeah, probably not what you're going to roll with to a networking event. I mean, maybe it is. There's, you know, for as many stories as we're telling about, like, treating it like a work event. I was about to say there's probably someone out there who, like, got trashed and made friends. But, like, no, actually, every person I can think of at a work networking event, when they're trashed, we all can tell. And it's yeah. always embarrassing. I remember so this one, it, like, he, you know, this one guy that, like, he got caught in one of those narrative loops where he just kept saying the same thing over and over, and it was really important, I understood. And then, like, he he would loop back to it, and then he, like, glitched. He glitched. I love your beard, Charles. I love it so much. Well, it was about a filmmaking thing. It was like, we'd just been to a screening of a project my company Mm. had worked on, and he was, like, a freelance uh, director, and he was so impressed with this one technical detail that we had done in the post-production. And then he was so impressed with this technical detail we'd done. And then he was so impressed with this technical detail. And then he was so, and it was like, Oh, wow, you went a little heavy. Yeah. But maybe uh, we should clear up, you know, where is where are people networking in Hollywood, right? So when I mentioned general meetings, that's definitely something, you know, but that's a kind of a networking event that's set up by your agent or manager where you go meet a producer. But most of the networking I think we're talking about is spur of the moment, right? So at a film festival after party or, you know, let's say you're at a friend's I have two incredible friends out here, Kate and Eric. They host the best game nights. So you're going to a game night and then you find out that the person next to you, you know, wrote the Lord of the Rings TV show or whatever. You know, it's very fun. Uh, I think what are some other like networking places? I play on a softball team, which is so fun. And what I love about it is that we are not talking about work and then it's not until like, you know, you meet your team and then a couple games in, occasionally you'll be like, oh, you're a director too? Cool. Oh, you were at AFM? What was that? And those, and I think that's the best case scenario of networking where you're just like being humans first, playing a game of softball, Zog sports, and and then like the business stuff comes into play organically. The other thing is, you know, weddings, these, I've, since moving to LA, it's almost dangerous how insular it gets only you're only meeting people in the business. So when you meet somebody who's not in the business, you like latch onto them and you're like, what do you mean? Tell me about like uh, investment banking and tell me about like what it's like to work for a nonprofit that helps animals. This is so refreshing because all I'm doing is talking about people and what they're watching and what they're writing and blah, blah, blah. And I think those, it's really important to also nurture those relationships when you're at these events, whether it's a wedding or something that's more like a friend's movie premiere. Is dodgeball still huge? Dodgeball, when I was in LA, there was like a very Hollywood dodgeball It is thing. definitely still huge. I do think softball's the up-and-comer, right, Gigi? Yeah, yeah. Though they need to be making people wear helmets because my friend got hit in the head with a softball and got a concussion and not worth it for like... Hilariously, I played in a comedians-only softball league where oh, the only Jason. rule was, was don't hustle. And then it was in Glendale. I live in Century City, so I couldn't go a lot. And then I uh, joined a comedian's 
pickleball uh, game, oh. which was also the only rule was don't hustle. And I, I think nobody, that. you know, nobody make you feel better about your athletic skills and playing with a bunch of comedians, you know, it was uh, uh, very fun. But yeah, that. I think like networking is just one of those things. Last night I was at the Academy Museum checking out a movie, LA Confidential, a uh, great movie on 35 millimeter. Can't say enough about how amazing the Academy Museum is. But I went with two friends. I saw two friends there I knew. Everyone's meeting each other. Then their friends showed up who I didn't know. And suddenly we were in a crowd of 15 people who are all people who work in, in Los Angeles. You know, and everyone's, oh, what do you do? Who, who you rep by who again? Oh, yeah, I read that thing. Oh, I was super impressed by this. And it, it does happen out here, you know, given what Gigi said, because so many, it is so insular and so many people do work in this that it, you know, it is spur of the moment. I do think, like, look, if you're at a screening like I was at, very easy to turn it back to the movie. What did you love? Oh, it's amazing. Does Kim Basinger still own that crazy town she bought in Indiana or wherever? You know, like, like those are the fun questions. But also, like, what are you working on is the most standard question everyone asks that if you are ever in a bind, what are you working on? What are you super excited about? You know, always direct it back to those people. Anytime I was nervous or wasn't sure whose name I could remember, I would always be like, what's your, what are the, some favorite things you saw this year? Or, you know, a question I love is, what's a movie that came out recently that you're like, ah, oh, I wish I wrote that. Or I like it so question. good. I wish I wrote that. Or I wish I directed, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I wish I shot that. You can turn it into anything. But yeah. I also think there's something to be said about quote, networking or just building relationships within the communities that you already have existing. So if you're not somebody who wants to go out to a party or wants to go out to a screening because you have kids or something, like you have, if you have coworkers, if you are in a film school, like, Charles, I think I set up time with you when first semester of my year at Fierstein and I was like, hey, I'm working on this short outside of film and you gave me great advice. And then you lent us camera or you let, lent us your lights. Like like being able to like foster that community. Jason, when I was working on the script for my movie, I was like, sending you outline after draft and like getting that feedback. So like also look around and be like, who can I connect with in a different way outside of like the format that we're usually connecting. And I think that's a, another way that you can be building those relationships because that's at the end of the day what it is about. It's about connecting. I also think that like, I, I want to first off that, yeah, it was very smart the way you handled that all, Gigi, when you were here. But also I want to highlight something Jason pointed out, which is there are going to be stock questions and you sh it is your professional responsibility to have answers prepared Absolutely. That are yes. professional. I remember one time I was at like a Hollywood Halloween party and we were like chatting and I was like talking to the person next to me and I was like, oh, so what do you do? And she was like, what a boring fucking question. And I was like, what? And then <laughs> she was like, well, and then she was like, oh, I'm, I'm an actress. I'm in town for a little while. What do you do? And I was hosting a Discovery Channel show at that point. So I was like, oh, I host a Discovery show and I just walked off. Which you'll never but be like, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just like, it just was. And like, there is an instinct in many people to like, call out the nature of the conversation to have like a meta comment. I'm like, that's such a boring way. And it's like, fuck off. We are at a Halloween party in the Hollywood Hills. That's a Hollywood thing. Everyone here works in the industry. There's normal shit chat. Like one of the jobs of like finding people to collaborate with is like, are they capable of normal human chit chat? Like yeah. normal human chit chat is a good indicator for everything else about a person. And like, there will be normal human chit chat while we're sitting on set waiting on something to happen, waiting on a cloud to clear the sun. And like, what are you working on? What are you excited about? What's the coolest movie you've seen so far at this festival? What are you most excited to see at this festival? What are you like? These are all the normal questions. And they're normal questions because they usually spur a pretty interesting conversation. And you should expect them. 
and to have some answers for them. Yeah. Because, you know, that is how the normal chit chat goes. If someone's like, oh, what's the coolest thing you've seen so far? Just say it. Just, you, it, it's not high stakes. I'm not going to judge you on it. I'm not going to hold like, I, it, it's not like a test. I don't want you to prove to me you've seen the most obscure movie here. Yeah. Or like, I just, what did you like? And then we'll talk about it. And then I'll, and maybe I knew someone who worked on it or whatever. And like, these are the, this is the chit chat and you should be ready for it. And you should always be ready with a, what are you working on now? That is always a good thing. And, you know, not, and like, I understand this is a thing that comes up a lot with younger filmmakers where they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to share like you without an NDA or whatever. Yes. Oh, you should yeah. be able to come up with a way to talk about what you are writing that is yeah. protecting the private parts of it, but able to publicly share like what you are interested in and what mm. you are doing. Cause really the answer is trying to tell the person not exactly every detail of your script. And oh, please do not start on a 10-minute pitch of your script. It's a, yes. You're trying to communicate, here are the things that I'm interested in, yeah. right? I'm working on a teen comedy. All of a sudden, the person knows a lot more about who you are as a filmmaker if teen comedy is even on your radar. Because there's a lot of filmmakers who've never done a teen comedy. So yeah. you're telling them who you are. Also, Charles, I'll echo, early on in this conversation, you said bring a friend. The best thing you can do with your friend is brag on them. Don't, oh, it's not yeah. about oh, you. Yeah. Like I'm with, I'm, if I'm standing next to Gigi, I'm going to be like, Gigi just made this hilarious movie. She shot yeah, in Panama. Blah, Cause like, it's someone tea, like tee up your friends. It's, you know, first off, you're a real piece of shit. If I was like, oh, yeah, Gigi over here, you know, fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah, are we doing? But that's like, my I friend, would, but we're not friends. Exactly. I would absolutely leave that conversation, but you are there to network. Also, if you're that friend and Gigi gets teed up, I know what Gigi's going to say. Jason has an amazing script. He's working on Baba. It's like, have that, you know, maybe we used amazing too much, but like, but it is like, be there for your friend. Like, that's what you're there to do. If you go in a, a twosome or a foursome or whatever, make sure everyone gets their flowers. I think that's what the kids are saying these days, right? You know, build it, build everybody up. Cause honestly, I'll say, I was at a Thanksgiving the other day and my friend Sean was there and a Thanksgiving. We were all at a Thanksgiving. I was at Thanksgiving. There were people there I didn't know. It was very fun. And my buddy, Sean Mogrid, shout out Sean, my, my, a writer, a great writer, a lovely guy was telling everybody about this article that had gotten written on Script Shadow about Himbo. My script was on the blacklist. And I was like, I don't know how to bring this up and brag about myself. I'm, I can do it on the podcast, apparently. Very easy. But, uh, <laughs> but I like, have no idea how to do it you know, at this dinner. And like that guy launched into it without me thinking, which was great. And then I returned the favor as soon as we came around, came back to Sean. What's he working on? I was like, you got to read the script vessel he wrote. It's really cool. You know, like, it is that sort of thing. And I, I do think like both of us left that dinner. And I wound up driving him home. And I was like, A, great Thanksgiving. B, you're a great friend. Aww. And see, I hope I was a great friend back. Like, this is, uh, this is great. And also, like, you know, Fun not to all celebrate had to be about work. Yeah, exactly. So, like, pitch your friends out there. Like, it is so hard in this business. And I think your friends having success is always success for you. The person directing a movie that I have shooting next year is a friend I met at a game night 11 years ago at the bar when we both bonded on Michael Bay movies. You just have no idea, you know? And I think, like, she's gotten me work. I've gotten her work. That's how this works. And when you have rent to pay, bragging on your friends, even if you don't think it's going to pay your rent, it will in full later. And when people come back to you because you have great recommendations, call back to a previous episode, great recommendations for who people should work with. You know, that's a currency in itself in this town. Also, I don't know about you, but it's easier for me to brag on my friends than myself. Absolutely. Like, I'm from the Midwest. I'm not going to be like, I'm work, I'm crushing it. I got this script. <laughs> it's going to sell for a million dollars. It's Joe Esterhaus. But like today, like I just can't do that. I can do it sarcastically with you guys on the podcast, but that's just not me. Like. I, my, like, I am a, it's very, like, I just am not like that. 
But I can totally be like, oh my God, I just read this thing and it's this great spec and it's got this great angle. And like, you guys, like, it's just easier as a human being, I think. It's definitely easier for me. It's probably easier for you. Yeah, it is. That's why I love being on this podcast. I can, everyone asks how it's going. I was like, oh, Gigi's shooting this movie. It's amazing. Charles has his 30. I told a lot of people about your 35 millimeter class, Charles. So (laughs) I'm pitching my partner and the DP on the movie that I'm like, let's just go live in Brooklyn. Come on. Life's (laughs) short. 35 millimeter. Yes. I feel like I'd become such a better director if I did that. And oh, I am. This is a very tactical, just like how to do it thing. You're at a party. You see someone standing in the corner or you see a group of people. And it sounds so basic, but it actually works. You just walk up and you say, hi, I'm Gigi. What's your name? That's how you break the ice. And that's how you get some of the most interesting conversations. So I challenge our listeners to go introduce yourself to a stranger, especially if they're there alone or not talking to anyone or they feel uncomfortable. Be that person who Absolutely. you hope can you, somebody will be for you someday. And, and let us know how that goes and how that conversation goes. It sounds so basic, but, but that's one of the best ways to meet people. I also, I want to share a trick. So I don't think you're allowed to be bad with names in this industry. Mm. I am naturally not great with names. So I do that thing that they tell you to do, and it really does work, where as soon as someone says their name aloud to me, I repeat it to myself three or four times in my head. And it does work. So I am not naturally good at names. I deliberately work to be better at names because I do not think it is useful to be like, well, so, you know, in my younger days, I was like, I'm just bad at names. But like, no, I like it is a thing that you have to be good at in this industry. And now in my middle age, I'm much worse at it than I used to be. So I, you know, it like it pays off to remember people's names like it does. Yeah. And an easy way to get through that. Hey, I'm so sorry. There's so many people here. Just remind me of your name again, please. Very, or, you know, if you're in that bind, never just take a swing, you know. Or even better, doing the friend introduction, right? Yes. Oh, uh, hey, this is my friend. Beat you. And if my friend doesn't help me out there, I'm like, you're not my friend anymore. Eighty really percent of the reason the I got married was to be able to be like, this is my wife Sally, and I gesture and they'll be like, I'm John, you know. <laughs> yes, this is John. <laughs> John was just saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> well. To our listeners, let us know how it goes this season. We'd love to hear the awkward moments, the successful moments, yeah, the unexpected moments. I don't know how many moments. of us are going to be at Sundance, but if you go to Sundance, I think a couple of us are going to be at Sundance. So if you, my favorite moment at Sundance is when someone looks at me and they're like, I recognize your voice. Who are you? <laughs> so if you recognize any of our voices, I don't know if I'm going, but I think you guys are going. Yeah, we're waiting to find it. I mean, Gigi's definitely going to be there. I'm almost right? certain I'm going to be there. It's on yeah. the calendar. We're celebrating our 700th episode of the No Film School podcast coming up next week. So there's a, and it was launched at Sundance. So it's kind of an exciting time to, for No Film School and there might be some more stuff coming up. So, but yeah, I, I think like network with us at Sundance, come up and say hello. Please do. Nothing more fun than hearing from a listener, honestly, in person. It's, it is the best. And then if you want to network with us on the internet, we're on the Blue Skies, the Twitters. I'm on YouTube because that's the network I like. I'm at Lost in Graceland across the platforms. And you can follow my work at ggihawkins.com. I finally made a website that I'm proud of. Did I tell you guys that? Woo! Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a three-year-long journey of me figuring out Squarespace. Charles, I'm, I'm pleased to tell you that I finally have a Blue Sky invite code. It's coming your way. So you'll be on the blue skies if you'd like to be. So absolutely no more Twitter for this guy. Blue sky all the way. Bring it. 
Yeah, I will send it uh, sh- over shortly. I just checked. I've been retweeting or whatever, rebluing. I don't know how you say it, but to make it like, uh, I've been skydiving. Yeah, I love that. But I'm at Jason Hellerman on Blue Sky, on Twitter, on Instagram, Jason at nofilmschool.com. Send us your questions, send us your feedback. We want to hear if you networked well or poorly. And look, if you need practice, the holidays are coming up. There'll be a lot of awkward family events. Network with your aunts and uncles and their friends and get some details out of their lives you never thought you could have. And, uh, you know, practice makes perfect. Happy networking. 